What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to the Windshield Factor Podcast. I am your host, Justice General. Uh, this is the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network, and I have a lot of Built in Buffalo family with me right now. Um, just like straight Built in Buffalo everywhere. I got uh, one of my favorite. Actually, everybody on here is kind of one of my favorites uh, to some capacity. Uh, first of all, we got Miss Tia Stale from Not Your Average Podcast and the Seven One Six, one of my personal favorite podcasts. How you doing, T? I'm good. How's everybody doing? I'm pretty good, madam. Awesome, awesome. Well, you just said you good. So be good. Yeah, I got <laughs> my brother Izzy here. My boy Izzy, uh, he does the okay. Hold on, red zone report. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Um, all right, he does it with Charlie. Charlie was supposed to be on here, but he he had to cancel the last minute. And then my bro Jake, my secret partner. We haven't told anybody yet, but you know, just just watch out. Something's Wait. coming. Okay, so. Uh, it's still on the it's still on the down low. We're waiting until I get Absolutely. back to my uh, man cave so that we can have the most reliable of stations. Yeah, that's right. Operate, but yeah, Absolutely. yeah. What what's going on? <laughs> I guess that's my uh my little my little intro. What's going on, everybody? Well, I was going to introduce uh, the, <laughs> the 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 lowdown every Friday. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> oh yeah, lowdown every Friday. Go check it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, are we streaming on? What are we streaming on right now? No, sir. This is not live. This okay. is not live. It says live. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, but like we're not like streaming anywhere. It's just recording. <laughs> okay, because okay, I'm like I'm about to. I got this hookah getting ready, huh? You good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ain't nobody want to watch the stream, man. Ain't nobody. <laughs> man, you just never know, man. <laughs> well, um, so uh, let's just go ahead and get started in the conversations then. Um, we might as well start off with training camp expectations. Is is there anybody uh, that you're like looking forward to specifically, Izzy? Uh, someone I'm specifically looking forward to. Um, I mean, I guess within the context of the character of the person, uh, F.A. Obata, actually. I'm looking forward to seeing mm. what he's going to do in training camp because he's kind of one of those roster bubble guys that we don't know, you know, if he's going to fit or if he's going to take someone's spot. You know, uh, but we know that he can be physical. Last year, he had a really good year with the Panthers. And, you know, I, I just I want to see what this guy's going to do here. You know, so F.A. Obata's one dude I'm watching um, intently because, you know, we just drafted two more defensive ends. You know, we got Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison still. We got, uh, was it uh, Daryl Johnson that we're still waiting to see if he's going to blow up or not. That position group is just so crazy. And I, I can't wait to see what. F.A. is going to do because I don't don't think he's a bubble guy. I really don't. I think he's locked damn near to get on the roster, honestly. Like, like, people say I'm crazy, but, like, I don't see Mario Addison being on this roster day one. I I just don't. And then, like, people, like, literally give me pushback. How do you guys feel about F.A. Obata? Uh, I don't don't think it's crazy that you think that, but there's to me, there's already three locks at defensive end, and it's Epinesa, uh, it's Russo, and bash him like we already have three locks so. and Jerry Hughes as well. I don't think Jerry he's a Hughes, lock, right? What you don't Is think he? Jerry Hughes a lock? I don't. I don't Is see he? anybody outside of the three young guys they drafted this year and last year. I don't see any of those guys as a lock. I think that if someone goes <laughs> and takes the spot, they can pick the spot. Why is Jerry Hughes guys, not a lock? So I am like ninety nine percent sure he's going to make the team. Mm-hmm. We'll However, I was pretty damn sure Lashawn McCoy was going to make the team a couple years ago too, and. That didn't work out either. So I, I just don't see him as a lock. He's 33 years old. You have three guys you just drafted in the last couple of years. And then you have Obata. I don't think – I think if, if Addison doesn't if, – if Hughes doesn't make it, neither does Addison. 
Oh right. my goodness! It, if one of those two guys is gonna make it, it's gonna be Hughes. But if Hughes doesn't make it, I don't think Edison does either. But she's okay. gonna get rid so of you, So you're saying? Oh my God. So you're saying that they're gonna eat that that um, dead cap, that yeah, dead money? The dead money is not that big for Addison or Butler. I mean, it's it's like half of what they're gonna make this year. Okay. But I, I mean, Addison did come down, come come in slimmer, so he know. Yeah. He knows that he has to come and and work and work for that's, his position. He, he, he better bad. come in and work. That's yeah, <laughs> but, you, but you'd be looking at keeping six defensive ends. It's a lot. Yeah, that's. I a, mean, that's a lot. That's a but lot. hold on, but hold on. Five, but you're talking about six, maybe seven. If you Bashing keep Addison. and Russo both have experience playing defensive tackle, so that could be like a hybrid roster spot. Yeah. So does that? So does uh, uh, Obata? He played defensive tackle too. Okay, he, that's three of them. Carolina, three yeah. of those guys who can play the both. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, maybe they do keep six as, as in, in you know, and it maybe keep less defensive tackles. Yeah, so they could go three DTs and then six DNs. You could even go. You can even go ten total defensive linemen. And there's rumors about Obata potentially going up uh, playing linebacker on certain downs, which mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of Lorenzo Alexander. Oh, that's so true. Oh, used to play on the inside of the defensive line. He used to play on the outside. He used to play linebacker, just depending on what the the play called for. Uh, mm-hmm. Not sure if about is quite the leader that Lorenzo was, but his no, role. He doesn't have the chance yet. He hasn't had the chance yet. We'll see. Training camp. That's why training camp is so big for Obata for me because it's like it's like yeah. three position flex. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, Jake? How, uh, who are you looking out for in training camp? Uh, I'm looking at someone who's been a little bit of controversy, just like in in the name of Bill's Mafia, in the mouth recently in Twitter, is uh, Cody Ford is the oh, one boy. I'm looking at. I'm, uh, and, and I mean, I know everybody on Twitter was like, hey, man, you didn't have to tag the man when you called him a disappointment. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, Cody Ford's got to do something in this camp because Forrest Lamp is coming for that ass. I know a lot of people Ooh. don't want to believe it. A lot of people don't want to believe it. And I I keep telling this to my dad because, like, uh, we talked about before the show, I got my family on a lot. And, you know, we sit here and we just talk shit back and forth to each other. And when I'm, when I'm talking, I was like, look, Cody Ford has not really shown much. And I know there's circumstances that he can't control that were why he could not show out but you know my dad i was like look i mean forrest lamp last year gave up two sacks on an awful chargers offensive line which is probably he's probably one of the better linemen that was on that line and he's had injury issues but he played every single damn snap for the first time in his whole career and he was actually one of the better linemen on there and right now cody ford (coughs) has not shown anything in the years that we've had that i would constitute saying that that dude deserves the starting spot. I would say that he's definitely in the running for the starting spot, but Forrest mm-hmm. Lamp, who has those starting guard tendencies and has shown a full year at a starting guard position at the left guard spot where they will be fighting for, uh, I think it's completely up in the air for who can win that. And right now, I mean, I'm not saying, and I said this in my last podcast, that Cody Ford is a disappointment, but I can say Cody Ford has been disappointing. Okay. So I think I that left guard spot is way up in the air. I, agree I don't think with that's a lot of unfair to say. I agree with a lot of what you said. Cody Ford has been disappointing, all circumstances, all circumstances considered. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that he's going to be given every opportunity to keep that job. However, like you said, Forrest Lamp is going to be on his ass. And Forrest Lamp played again in Los Angeles with the Chargers, one of the worst offensive lines in history. He's going to be here between Mitch Morris, one of the better centers in the league, and Deion Dawkins, one of the fastest rising tackles in the league. Not to mention on the other side, you got Darrell Williams. If you really wanted to flip Feliciano to the other side, you'd still have him between the center and one of the top tackles in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So it's... It's not crazy to say that you think that Cody Ford could lose his job to Forrest Lamp, but they're going to give him every opportunity. There's the but. There's the but. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, it's definitely his job to lose. Yeah. It's definitely his job to lose. For now. And yeah. Yeah. For now. And like I told my dad, he's going to have every opportunity because right now you still have that pick invested in him. So you want him to be your starting left guard. So and that's a, it's not a Brandon Bean pick, right? Yeah, I, I believe yes. it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they're going to give him every opportunity to to definitely. You might as well. I mean, at, at the guard position in the NFL, it, it does take a little bit more um, adjusting than it does for tackles. Typically, you know, they take longer to develop. And not only that, but guard play around the league is very spotty. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. great. In I mean, almost anywhere. Uh, so you're tackles make more money. Yeah, but um, yeah. You're lucky to have a, a pretty great guard right now. Um, and a lot of people believe in Spencer Brown. A lot of people, you know, so we really don't. I feel like we have a lot of depth. And I think that's going to make us better in the long run because so many talented guys are challenging other talented guys for the spot. And that's just going to make everybody better. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. That's what you want. You want all these guys to go at each other just to see who's going to be the best and win that spot. That's what you want. Yeah, you, you don't want, want that competition just, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. The, you yeah, don't want just some guy getting the spot because you know there was nobody to challenge him there, and he's a bum. So yeah, <laughs> that's been the, that's been an environment that both Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have fostered since they got here. Is best best guy's going to play. That's why absolutely. You know, Robert Foster played when he played, and Zay Jones played when he played, and then when Zay Jones wasn't the best guy around anymore, they shipped him out of town. And yep. that's why Quentin Spain isn't here anymore because they didn't think he was the the, the guy for the job anymore. And after he got that money, and then yeah. I guess he got he got complacent and was just like, "I got the money, and you know, whatever." Maybe he thought he wasn't going to get shipped out, and they shipped him out. And the weird thing now, is that he got his money, and then he decided to change. Like he lost weight, right? Like you, you yeah. were great last year at the weight you were at. Why are you losing weight? What are you doing all this stuff for? And it just it seemed to be a detriment to his play. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with all that. Uh, what about you, T? Uh, who who are you looking forward to in training camp this year? I'm looking for – I have two, but the first one I'll say is the tight end battle against Knox and Jake Hollister, I guess. Um, I'm looking for Knox to take have a big year because he mm-hmm. had COVID last year and he was hurt. I mean, he was hurt like twice or something like that. So I'm looking for him to um, step it up. If we get um, – oh, my God. What's the guy from the Eagles? Ertz. Zach Ertz. Yeah. If we get him, I mean, I guess there'll be no competition. I, 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 I mean, there will be competition, of course. But everybody's saying that if he comes, he's the number one. Yeah. So, you know. Hard to say, really, because, you know, they don't ever bring anybody in without competition. Let's right. See, let, like, if Ertz comes, he's the number one. He's, he's yeah, number one. I, he becomes number one immediately. But that yeah. doesn't mean they're not going to look at Knox to challenge him. But, right. Oh, Knox is the 100%. future. Even yeah, if Ertz yeah. does come, Knox is the future. So they're definitely going to let Ertz, I mean, Knox get his his burn. You know what I mean? And, 
and Knox is doing everything he can to, you know, impress the coaches, doing eye um, eye coordination, all that. So going to that, what is that, tight end university, he's doing everything he needs to do in order to, you know, have the coaches look at him and say, listen, he's trying to improve. He's doing this offseason, um, you know, training. He's trying to improve himself. So I, that that and that battle, because it's known because they said in the press conference that the tight end last year was not up to par. We need you know, the position to be, you know, on point this year. Knox don't even got to do nothing special. Spectacular. He doesn't have to do like, exactly. She brought up a lot of good points. I, I think she brought up a lot of good points. Like tight end university. What has Josh been doing since he got in the NFL? He's been going to quarterback university. He's been going to Jordan Palmer. Like yep. he, that, that extra off season work is probably possibly going to make the difference for Dawson Knox. Not to mention third year for NFL tight end is usually their biggest year. Uh, yep. Going forward, if they're going to take off or not, and then he's only been playing tight end for like six years total. Like yeah. he's he a quarterback in high school, goes to the coast mm-hmm. college. DK Metcalf and AJ Brown are on the same team, so he's not getting the ball. Now he's you know a part of an offense where we're expecting him to make plays, where he hasn't you know been. He's, he, he's like Tebow right now playing tight end. Like <laughs> it's like two years oh, ago, yeah. like he he became a tight end in the NFL. And is expected to do something. College, he wasn't expected to do anything. Yeah, but that's a good point because I mean, it's kind of the same thing almost. Just, just younger and earlier in his career. He was like yeah, thirty-one. Exactly. So good luck. And to you him. know, you, you can also psych yourself out because if he's thinking about it, I got to catch this ball. I got to do this, and yeah, it's not just flowing is. for himself. He's psyching himself out. Yeah, it's like and free he, throws when you're shooting free throws and you know playing basketball. It's all psyche. Yeah, yeah. a lot. And then you you think about because it too, like Maxwell. No, go ahead. So I was just going to say that Knox will make the most spectacular catch and then drop the easiest ones. <laughs> That's all. Well, so last ahead. year early, he did that. He'd, he'd catch the hard one, and he'd be like, all right, cool, yeah, go. Like, oh, shoot, it's Knox. No, no, no. Oh, oh he caught that. Okay. And then he dropped right, it. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah exactly. Like, what are you, what are you doing, bro? And then and then later on in the year, the, the drops actually tailed off quite a bit. Uh, he was catching everything at the end of the year. But then you look at his whole body of work in Buffalo and the drops included, but look at the plays he has made, like the one in Cincinnati. Like, that's Jeremy Shockey type stuff. The two in, in New England, uh, yeah. where the one on fourth down, um, and then the the, there was line, another yeah. one. I can't remember. but I, It was almost I, a yeah, touchdown. Okay, there you he go. was just barely on the goal yeah. line, just barely not in. The one on the sideline in New England. Like, he can, he can ball. I, I always say. One-handed. I feel, exactly. I feel like Tawson Knox has the – intangibles and the talent to possibly be a top three tight end in the league. I really do. I really do think he has it. He it's has all about him putting it together. But Josh put it together, so yeah, maybe I mean, Dawson will put it together. It's just that extra work that he's doing, and he's doing it with some of the yeah, best yeah, absolutely. to do it with. So I, I think she brought up a lot of valid points about Dawson. Absolutely. Who was your second person, T? I had the battle between um, – um, Dane Jackson and Levi. Okay, like so one thing, one thing before we go into the corners, because I just want to talk about first off, we started with Zach Ertz. So let's just let me just throw that out there. If Zach Ertz comes here with that whatever eight to eight and a half million dollars that he's getting paid, he's your tight end one. If he's not, you shouldn't have made that damn trade. Second, it doesn't you guys were spot on. It doesn't matter how much Dawson Knox is in front of a jugs machine or whatever. Duke can catch the damn ball. We've seen it. It's all mm-hmm. in his head. So hopefully this offseason with him being 
going to tight end university, showing a little bit more that he's, you know, ready to go get it, to go be better. Hopefully that that's a little bit better going towards his development as a tight end. And like you said, year three for a tight end is a big year. Like, let's let's just hope that he goes into that. Now, now let's talk about corners. And I, I, I heard you saying Dane Jackson up there. Steven Nelson sadly got signed today, so I'm all in on Dane Jackson now. So that's a shame. I've been all in on Dane Jackson for a little while, but I wouldn't be mad if they brought somebody else in. Yeah, at all. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, still need to see Dane do it. Played well, played, yeah, played well it's, last year it's all about competition. Yeah, like, and you know he wants like that competition. Mm-hmm. So who do you think that the the coaches are? I mean, I guess pulling for would be. Um, Okay. They almost didn't let Levi come back. We the only reason Levi is here is because he took less money and said, "I want to be in Buffalo." That's the only reason he's here. I think that has more to do with Dean than the coaches. No, 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 no. But I'm saying that they believe that much in Dane. Like they think Dane is the guy because you wouldn't let Levi leave if you didn't think Dane was the guy. And then also sign zero cornerbacks. That means that there's something in place that you believe in, which is Tredavious White, obviously. And then I think they believe in Dane Jackson. I think so you don't believe – I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, you, no, you go ahead because I, 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 I tend to talk a lot. So oh, Okay. <laughs> so, so you believe that last year he's just he just wasn't ready to take that step to be the starter at quarter two? You talking about Dane? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe uh, – he was ready. You know, maybe he – I think Levi – Levi didn't give them a reason to bench him. That was gotcha. the reason. Right, they didn't right, get, right. He, he didn't they give Josh Norman a reason to bench Levi. Because there was no, it was no, they, there wasn't games when they lost because of what Levi, you know, did. So it's not like when, yeah. you know, Levi did some certain things or the ball went on his side. It wasn't a play where they lost the game because of what Levi did. Yeah, actually, right. Levi did some yeah. interceptions, you know, like that. So I get it. I get it. So there, you're right. There wasn't no reason to put Dane in because Levi was actually playing well. Yeah, I think the games that they did put Dane in, either Trey was hurt and compromised, so they were like, let's elevate Dane just in case. Right, Trey. Uh, the games that we did lose, if you look at the Tennessee game, we just got destroyed because Trey wasn't even out there at all. Trey didn't there was Levi. He didn't want to come to that COVID, there yeah, that COVID city. Yeah. Yeah, Cam, Cam got hurt out there. Nobody uh, wanted to be in that game, man. Cam no. Was, they didn't want to tackle them people. <laughs> the Titans was happy to be playing it because they thought they should have forfeited because they didn't follow the rules that they said that they were supposed to follow. Oh, yeah. That's you look at the Cardinals game. We look at the Cardinals game. We didn't lose that because of Levi. He didn't, right. he, he didn't get burnt by D-Hop in the end zone hey. after Josh's game-winning drive. That was our three best defensive backs. Hey, no, 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 no. That was straight up Jordan Corey. I agree that was Jordan yeah. Ford's fault, but if Trey White just goes up there and smacks the ball away, Jordan mm-hmm. Ford doesn't play a factor in that. Trey went for the interception. So that, that's mm-hmm. all, that's on all three of those guys. We yeah. had three dudes there, our top three DBs, and the wide receivers still came down with the ball. So, yeah, that's I mean, a, little, a little let's, tight. Let's not, let's not just talk about that play. Like, if we're going to talk straight corners, Dane Jackson in that Cardinals game had a few plays on D-Hop in the red yeah. zone. In the end where, zone. Yeah. So I haven't seen I those mean, plays. I gotta go back oh, and watch that. So go back yeah, and watch the game. D Hop had a pass. He's coming across yep. the side, going from left to right, and then Dane is with him the whole way and just smacks the ball away. He also go back. He just yep. Go back and watch the Jets I, game too. Definitely. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen the Jets game. That's why I like okay. Dane because I saw the yeah. Jets game. So uh, I truly. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, no, yeah. I truly. Th- I I I truly think with the corners right. 
We didn't bring anybody in because like we said, the coaches do want this battle and they, there is a reason why no other corners came in until they drafted wild goose and got Elijah Griffin as an undrafted free agent. Like yep. there, there's a re there's a reason for that. And they might, they must believe, and they let Levi Wallace come back. They were like, Hey man, if you want to come back, sure. But they do have these guys here that they think that they're going to be something in spurts last season. Dane Jackson looked like a dog and that he might be ready to take that cornerback two spot. So yeah. we also got to remember what the Levi Wallace situation, uh, we declined his option, which was $2 million. And that was during the free agency period before mm -hmm. the whole draft issue, before we could look at any real, you know, free agents coming in. Uh, we had just resigned Feliciano. We just uh, resigned Milano. We just resigned Darrell Williams. So all the big guys got taken care of first. And then they were like, okay, now we have Botker and we have Levi, both undrafted guys who are on their on the restricted free agency market. We got to give either one of them $2 million and they chose Ike, right? He was, he was mm -hmm. a starting left guard at the end of the year. So they wanted to bring him back to compete because he played, he played well, he held his own. So you bring him back and then you say, Levi, we're sorry. We're going to not take a pick up your, your, your uh, option. And then he says, you know what? I want to go back to Buffalo. He had op he had an offer from Chicago. Said I want to go back to Buffalo, make it happen to his agent, and they brought him back. I think at that point in time, it's not be that they didn't want Levi. It's more like we can only afford one of these two, and we're choosing the offensive lineman. And I think Chicago might have turned Levi into a beast. I'm not gonna lie. Very possible. Very possible. He, he might have turned into like a beast in Chicago. It could have been one of those uh, uh who's that lineman Wyatt Teller situations. It'd be like what the oh man? my god. I love Wyatt Taylor when he Tyler was Taylor who when he was here. Yeah. I was so disappointed. Like so disappointed. But you don't you never know. It's a hit and miss. You never it know. It's, it's just it's one of those situations where they go somewhere else. Like Jabari Green when he went to the Saints, wins the Super Bowl. Oh You're like, God. what the hell? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Bird left. I was so mad. But all right. Uh, let's go ahead. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh uh, I mean, we can go down memory uh, lane with you. Lee Evans, when, when Lee went to the Ravens, I was sick. He went to the AFC Championship game? Yeah. Like, he yeah, dropped remember, the like, oh, he got batted away, too. Remember when the <laughs> Ravens beat us because, like, they picked up somebody off the ground and then took the ball out of his hands? I was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, um, let's go ahead and talk about uh, best case, worst case scenarios. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um T, what, what is your best case scenario result and then your worst case scenario result? What, what do you feel like is the worst case scenario and what the result would be? Uh, worst case scenario, we don't find a punter. I'm a punt returner. Ooh. Because I don't know if Isaiah McKinsley, right, is the guy for the job. And I'm just nervous that we let Roberts go Although I mean, he was my guy. I liked him. Like that, you was guaranteed he would catch the ball. Even though you know sometimes it is what it is, but I, yeah, yeah, right. So I mean, that's my worst case scenario. I I don't I, I'm shaky in that area. So yeah, my I'm best case. We'll I'm be sorry. Right. Go ahead. You think we'll be all right? Yeah, I think we will. So who who do you think besides um, McKinsey? Um, so I think the competition is McKenzie. It's uh, uh, the wide receiver we drafted Marquis Stevenson, Stevenson, uh, and then Brandon Powell. Powell, yeah, Brian Powell. Is, oh, no, it's Brandon. I think I'm Brandon not sure. It's Powell, Brandon Powell. Yeah, Brandon Powell. I, I was pretty sure you questioned it, and I was like, ah, mm -hmm. but I, I, <laughs> yeah, 
Okay. I mean, you never know. It could be Tywin Jones. He rec- he was returned punts and kicks before. So I don't want Tywin Jones on the roster. They were also right. saying Brita, right? Not on this team. Yep, Brita. Brita could do it. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Tywin Jones. A lot of people don't want Tywin Jones on the team, and I'm neither for nor against. I think that he'll get beat out by an Antonio Williams who can also play yeah. gunner. So it is what it is. There's, there's so but isn't isn't he? Uh, he's a special teamer, right? Who? Uh, Tywin Jones. Yes, he is. But yeah. so Antonio Williams, who all the Bills fans are clamoring for, for after the Dolphins game. He was the special teams MVP at UNC. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't know that because UNC is like an hour away up the road. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) I can see. What's your best case scenario? Um, Best case scenario is Isaiah. What did I say? Isaiah Hodges is a starter. And um, yeah, Isaiah Hodges is a starter. That's my my best case scenario because I like him. I like him. Do you, um, you think that'll create dividends for us in a positive manner? It's possible. Yes. Yes. Um, so he's big. Yes. Real big. And, and not even that. Josh even raved about him when they had, uh, what is that, their training camp, uh, voluntary training camp. He mm-hmm. raved about him. And we don't know how this guy is. He was John supposedly, Brown raved about him last training camp. Right. So he was supposedly better than Davis. Route running and all that, so you know we'll see. I I, I look forward to um seeing him in training camp. I'd say contested catches, he might be better than he might be better than Davis because he's bigger, he's taller. He's like yes, Davis is I think six two and Hodgins is like six five. Mm-hmm. Hodgins is big. He's not. And he's big. He's not. He's not lengthy like skinny. He's got some meat on him. <laughs> he's, he's like six five two fifteen something like that. He can, he can really. He can't really high point the ball, but all I gotta say is, man, just go back and look at some Gabe Davis UCF tape. Oh yeah, that, that man yeah. had some contested yes. balls. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was at many of those games, so I saw that shit. Oh, that's so. right. You yeah. Went to- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made I mean, a Gabe I- Davis highlight video, and bro, he was the truth at yeah. UCF. Yeah, that that He's- draft class was so deep at receiver is ridiculous. So I mean, it was. Just- well, yeah. I was I was expecting him to get overlooked. I was like, nobody's probably coming to watch UCF, even though they were going undefeated and shit like that. Like nobody was coming right, to exactly. actually look at. Like they're like, like oh, they're they played the conference. Yeah, they <laughs> they play they play in the American. Who cares about that? But then we picked up Gabe Davis. I I I shit you not me. My older brother and my little brother, who all have went to UCF, just got up and started running around the damn room. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Mr. Sideline. Yeah. That's that's his. That's what his name should be. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, my was, god. Yes. Oh my god. He's. I think he's that's. Got that's that I think that's pretty swag, cool, man. man. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool that we got the GM that was able to recognize that and, and go ahead and grab yeah. him because. Yeah, because you know, I want to say in in the combine he was nervous that he was going to run a fast time, yeah. and that everybody was going to look at this guy. Yeah. Well, you are, he already yeah. knew. I You're, want him. Yeah, I want I, him. Run a four I five three, that. please. Stay in the four yeah. five. <laughs> run a four five. We don't need you running a four 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 three. Just please, just yeah. run a four five three or slower. We've seen your tape. You're good. Just stay right. in the fourth round. And he's like, we got mm. you. Four five six. Yes, thank you. <laughs> exactly, and then he's a he's burning people on the field though. You're like, all right, yep. he really is. and you could tell, him, but you could tell he was hurt that uh, Kansas City game, um, because he wasn't even running routes right. They all were hurt. Yeah, all the all the wires you were seeing, so, like they were a little injured. So, did you guys did you guys watch uh, la- last night's Billsology? Right, yes. yes. Of you guys watched watched that. Mm-hmm. So, so they oh, were we talking were about chat, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think we were all we were all in the chat. They I were talking the about 
them being hurt. And they started talking about Kenny Stills. And I remember saying after that game is, you know, once they started talking about like, oh, the this receiver was hurt. This receiver Gabe Davis was one of those receivers where I was like, why, why couldn't we just put Kenny Stills in at that point? Like right. I understand McDermott was like, well, these guys played all the way up to this point in the season. I wanted to let them play. But it's like, if that man's hurt and gimping, put him out. You put, it, you put in the guy who's fully healthy. Yeah. I let him play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I understand Beasley because Beasley played like many games with that broken or, or fractured mm-hmm. fibula or whatever it was. Yeah. I understand that one because he'd been playing already on it and playing and he's well. The right. On our offense. So right. what do you do? Yeah, he's got what he was second in yards, nine hundred and forty yards. Yeah, yep. he was one catch away from a thousand yards. Yeah, and he got hurt. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I don't can, like to point fingers. I can, I, yeah, I can see if Davis is fully healthy, you leave Beasley in and mm-hmm. don't start Sills. But Beasley and Davis both hurt. You got to sit one of them. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I thought I could have sworn when you pick when they picked up Steals. I'm like, all right, he's gonna play in his playoff like, game. It's over, yo. It, yes. like, he's got Kenny Steals, bro. That's it's, a burner. It's over. Yes. I couldn't. I was like, "What are we doing? Like, the dude is hurt. Put him in." Yeah, across across practice, across practice squad God is all he's going to be, I guess, well, for us. Like, right? Yeah. Never saw the field. That's disappointing. It is. But all right, uh, Jake. What is your worst case scenario? Worst case scenario is that our pass rush is just as effective as it was this year. I I know we don't. We mm. I, I know I know we don't want Bad it to be, but rush. I'm saying. That's that's the worst case scenario. Now the best case scenario is that it goes back to what it was wait, two years wait, ago. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Well, you gotta give it. But so what's They're the connected. effect? That's why of, I gotta say. What's the, <laughs> that's true. Uh, what's the worst? Like, what's the effect of the worst case scenario that we don't? The worst have case scenario is that we still can't our get back garbage. to this. Yeah, the, the, I guess the worst case scenario, what that does to us is we're just not able to go back and put as much pressure on a quarterback as we should be. That we need to win some of the biggest games. You know, we could put pressure. We could put pressure on the quarterback. Can we just get to the quarterback? Exactly. Only because it's Jerry, though. Jerry's Jerry, the only yeah. one. Yeah, and you know what? And I, I great. I listen. I, I'm glad Jerry can get to the quarterback, but you can't put the quarterback down. And it means nothing. It means nothing. I mean, well, it means something for I don't people. Know if it means nothing, but so, I, I, I so most quarterbacks, saying. most quarterbacks are are affected by Jerry getting pressure. Yeah, like when you play against the Mahomes of the world, it's it, it means happen. nothing. Yeah, because you can just scramble. Yeah, Brady, yeah, thing, Mahomes, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit him. They gotta the big thing about it is that we don't have somebody on the other end who's exactly. able to also right. get that right. same kind of pressure. So when you, you have yeah. a guy like Mahomes and you see Jerry Hughes to your left, you're just gonna you're run to the right because yep. nobody's there. So if we can have someone who's just as equally effective as Jerry Hughes. And you're kind of, you know, Jerry's going to be able to pull down the quarterback in mm-hmm. that situation. And then you got Ed Oliver closing the gap this year. I expect big things out of him. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Dude, all me, we I'm, need is Epinesa, Epinesa, Obata, Russo, Basham. That's four people. One of them has to be able to be effective. One of them. Just one of them. That's so, let me ask you a question then. Who do you think is going on that side? On the On the right end? On the opposite of Jerry, yeah, yeah, they said uh, Obata. They said Obata. I've been hearing Obata out of camp Obata. Like, Obata. Obata looks like a beast. Uh, I think one of the things, and I, I can wrap this around to what we said at the beginning when we were talking about Mario Addison possibly be being right in that bubble. Mm-hmm. Right uh, 
one of one of the things that I was thinking of, especially when Izzy was like, "Yeah, if if Hughes is that like one of them is staying, right? Or if Hughes is gone, they're both gone." I think Mario Addison is probably going to be out, not out of the picture, just because he restructured and Sean McDermott and them. They love having that veteran leadership in there, no matter what. They right. brought Mario Addison in on a reason. So if he's already restructured, I mean, maybe they cut him just because Obata's so damn good. Or like if there's just too many people at the position. But I'm thinking that Mario Addison is probably going to be beat out by somebody. I know that he came into camp and he was looking long, tan, and handsome. Like he was looking great. <laughs> but uh, I, I truly do think that whoever gets that side. I liked AJ Epinesa towards the end of the year. Uh, it, the dude was starting to finally get into the form that we thought he was because at the beginning of the season, he was having like the body composition issues mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, like, I think he's getting into his own. I think that Basham might be thrown into the inside a little bit. So maybe he's going to be that hybrid player. Uh, maybe even Gregory Rousseau. I, I just think maybe because Basham's a little bit bigger of a guy, a little bit more built like a wall than yeah. like a really tall tree. So, like, I, I think that he maybe is the hybrid guy, but I the competition is so good there. But I would love to see maybe a guy like, like I, I somebody has to beat out Mario Addison again. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, that's real quick, you, you gave us your best case scenario. What is yeah. the result of your best case scenario? The best case scenario of us actually getting the pass rush to what it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh well if you give me if you give me this damn offense with a defense that's equal just even equal to what the defense was two years ago, man, best case scenario, you're playing against whatever the the Rams yeah, or the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah. Absolutely. You're going to Disneyland if you have uh two years ago's defense with last year's offense. Absolutely. Oh, uh, no, I'm going to Buffalo for the Super Bowl parade, is where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're going to Disneyland, but yeah, we'll be in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, Izzy, uh, what is your worst case scenario? What do you not want to see happen? My worst case scenario is that Starlos Lily's return shows that he should not have returned. Oh, oh. Oh. oh my God, Izzy! So, <laughs> so, so, what's the so result Star, of Star stars, being garbage? So, so Star's garbage. If he's not the same as he was before, because his numbers have never been great. His 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 contribution has always been the ability to let the guys around him eat. So, if the defenses, if the offenses don't fear him, they don't double him. They can stop him with one lineman. You end up doubling Ed. The line doesn't progress, and yep. we can't stop the run. 2019, we were the 10th best team at stopping the run. We weren't that great at it, but we were still 10th best. This year, mm-hmm. we were 21st. So our, without him, we went from 10th to 21. If he comes back, and then with the added players, the Russos, the Bashams, the Obatas, etc., we should see an uptick in our run defense, right? We played the Chiefs in the regular season. They didn't beat us through the air. Nope. They beat us on the ground. They, mm-hmm. they averaged nine yards per carry in that game. Yeah. And they're a passing team. We played the Ravens. We played the Colts. And we played uh, uh, the uh, the Titans. Derrick Henry had 57 total rushing yards in that game. He had two touchdowns, but that's because yeah. Tannehill passed all over us, got to the red zone, mm-hmm. and you're not going to stop Derrick Henry with two yards to go. It's not going to happen. In so, that Chiefs game, too, though, it was just like 
I mean, the way that the reporter uh, asked uh, Mahomes about, so why did you um, pass the ball? And he was like, we, I just took what they gave us. Like, it was like, I could have ran the ball. Like, we could have ran the ball, but we didn't. We just took what, what they gave us. It was yep. like one of those cocky answers. Because, seriously, they could have just really just beat, destroyed us. Yeah, well, if they, they wanted to. Us. They, they did. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so in, 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 the, in the playoff game, they passed against us because we were worried about the run. Yep. In the regular season, they, they they shit on us in the run game because yep. we were so worried about the pass. Tyreek yep. Hill didn't have a big game. Uh, <laughs> no. Kelsey didn't no. have a big game, but Edwards Hilaire did. He ran all over us. Yeah. 200-plus yards rushing. And why? Because we were playing safe defense. Ben, don't break. Well, they broke it off in our ass. That's how it worked out. Oh, yeah. I hate that saying. I so, I so hate that saying, Ben, don't break. It works if you can not bend they when you cannot bend. They right. Make it work. But the thing about it, that Kansas City game, that playoff game, you didn't go into the play. You didn't go into halftime and change anything. Nothing. There was nothing to change. I mean, really, that stars. Kansas City game. I I don't I don't I don't hate our defense too badly because I'm I don't hate our defense at all. This season, they were a little banged up. Yeah, like they were a little banged up, and you know, people were injured, and they had to get together and you know get the group get their groove but toward the end of the season they they became great they were one of the better playoff defenses um and then against the ravens obviously they played out of their minds the colts they didn't play awful they didn't play great but they didn't play awful but the chiefs game you know tyreek hill and travis kelsey specifically absolutely went nuts just ran so, on just I just just that damn middle of the field yes yeah and I, so yeah, yeah colts <laughs> our, our defense did the bare minimum to win that game yep like jo- josh won that game like those sideline yeah. passes to davis the 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 touchdown in you know at the end of the game and then the defense just had to be hey Ben, don't break, man. Don't let Rivers mm-hmm. throw his touchdown pass. Yeah, and that's when Ben don't break comes into play. Right, right, right. And, it just, it, just, and it just worked out there, but we should have lost by, that game. I'll stand by what I say, and that if they had any other decent quarterback back there that wasn't noodle arm like Philip Rivers, if Carson Wentz was their quarterback in that game, the, I mean, say what as you want about as long as he's out of his own head. As long yeah. as he's out of his own head, yeah. I agree. Yeah, honestly, like, I, we lose that game. I, I don't know about that. I kind of disagree with that because I feel like Philip Rivers played one hell of a game. Like he did. Philip Rivers balled out that yeah. game. Like yeah, Philip Rivers balled out it, for what Philip Rivers could do, though. I mean, if you have a quarterback who could do more than what Philip Rivers could do, I think that we lose that game. No, no, no. A more talented quarterback, but yeah. I don't know if they would have like the type of uh, just savvy that Philip had. Like he was literally picking our defense apart. So uh, I guess I, I definitely see your point. I'm Philip uh, uh, Carson Wentz comes in and he gives you just a whole new, completely perspective yeah. of the quarterback position. Um, I think that could be very scary potentially. That that was but, our uh, that was our toughest playoff game, I yep. believe, out of all of it. Like it, to win, that was the toughest one to win because they I'm were so wanted. much on par with us. Yeah, yeah because we, also Josh also he took it upon himself to to win that game. Hmm. Josh looked. He just looked so confident. Calm, he actually. did. He didn't look like sugar high. Josh Allen. He t- he just looked like he was just ready to take this, these these guys on his back and win this game. I, I have a question. After I have that, a question. Catch, he was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What's the difference between spectacular Josh Allen and sugar high Josh Allen? 
Sugar wait, wait, Josh wait. Allen's the hero ball, Josh Allen. Like yeah, I'm running, yeah. I'm running, I'm running. But how, is that not sugar? No, sugar high, Josh Allen is Houston. Yep, the year before. Houston. You... Freaking trying to lateral the ball to Dawson Knox. Yes, that's no sugar high, Josh Allen. Like taking sacks 15 yards backwards. Yeah, but if that's Dawson Knox just caught that damn ball. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so so here's and not only that, play. but there's if, plays if where Josh he will run 15 yards backwards. Smartest decision ever by Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. But and then you say like he take 15 yard sacks, but like there's times where he literally stiffs arms a defensive tackle, like throws him off of him, goes out and makes the play. So like it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's just a different result. So you call it something and different. It's more calculated we, when he succeeds in it, though. You can, can tell like can we he's being also. We you brought up the sack. Didn't Patrick Mahomes take like one yes. of the longest sacks yes. last season? Yes, yes. Like, he was turning around. Yeah. <laughs> when you're trying to be Josh Superman, Allen. sometimes you make mistakes. Was it? Yeah. Was you know, it? So no, like, that wasn't when his tongue was injured, right? No, that wasn't. Was that regular mm. season? Oh, that was, that was, that was, that was a playoffs. horrible sack. Okay, <laughs> that was the Dolphins. Was Browns. It? Yeah, oh, okay. I was about to say. I think it was that Cleveland game. Yeah, yeah, because they were all over him. Yes, they yeah. were. And that's a uh, game but, they should have lost. But we, we started this yeah. talking about we started this talking about Star Latulale, right? Yep. And if Star yep. comes <laughs> back and he's trash. If Star <laughs> is trash, what do you think about Harrison Phillips behind him? Old swole Harrison Phillips now. I think <laughs> like Harrison, Harrison Phillips uh coming off of last year, you know, was injured with that mm. knee. You know, he was he was still recovering. And as the year went on, he looked better and better. So yes, you never know. Star could be trash, and then Harrison take over. The worst case scenario is, is Star is trash, and our defense doesn't go back to that tenth yeah. ranked rushing defense. Um, I mean, best case scenario is we don't miss a step. Yeah, we don't miss a step. We get back yeah. to that with or without Star. It doesn't matter. Like Harrison Phillips takes over that. Mm-hmm. If that happens. You're also li- likely going to have a better pass rush. Ooh. Look at our pass rush the year in 2019. You guys talked about it earlier, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Jordan Phillips is getting sacks as a result of Jerry Hughes' pressure. We just brought in a Shaq bunch of guys Lawson. who can rush up the middle. Yeah, Shaq Law- Well, Shaq Lawson had a few sacks, but most of his were like on quarterbacks like running. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's yeah, just kind yeah. of like getting them out the pocket. Right. So his, his yeah, he wasn't so like he wasn't like penetrating yeah. and then getting in there. Yeah. It was like you had effort sacks where you had yeah. to like keep going. You know, not just you. Dominated the guy across from you. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq's big thing is contain. Like he's good at containing a running back or containing a quarterback rushing out of the pocket, you know, to his side, and he can just shadow them and spy them pretty much. That's so, exactly what Greg Rousseau is, though. Literally to a T. Like I watched his film and at uh at at Miami, he's literally that, except taller and longer. Like yeah. so if you throw the ball, grab can... anybody from any gap doesn't matter. Yes, bro, he's swatting everything. The re- there's he's a reason why that man's nickname long. is Groot. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And then also Boogie Basham is kind of like that uh Jordan Phillips type where he's an effort guy as well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he he has a high motor, he doesn't give up on the play. So I think they saw that they lost Jordan Phillips and and, and Shaq Lawson and were like, okay, let's go get some a better Jordan Phillips yeah. and a better Shaq Lawson. Yep, possibly yeah. very yeah. possible. And then Epinesa, you know, last year, I think he can take a step forward too. But I, I think our running defense is really the priority. I don't think our pass rush is as big a priority as the rushing defense. We need to be able to stop you in the secondary, and we need to be able to stop you from running the ball. I mean, if you give somebody like Mahomes time, he'll find somebody. But I think eventually he'll get to him. Yeah. 
I just I, I think that our run defense really needs to be shored up. Like we need to be able to stop teams who can do both. If they're one dimensional, we can stop any team. Like that's why we won most of our games last year. But those teams that weren't one dimensional are the ones that we really got, you know, had had tough outs with. Like we didn't have to score a touchdown against the Jets. Well, no, we didn't have like someone's like the Bills should have lost that game. They couldn't score a touchdown. I was like, but we didn't need to. We had brass money game. <laughs> yeah, like, like we, we didn't need to score a touchdown. We could have scored four field goals and been done with you. But right. there's big baller bass out there, man. Right. Bass fishing is for real. That's yeah. the only that's the only position I'm not concerned about at all is the kicking yeah. position at all. And he got better really? for the year too. You got that much time for this? Yeah. He, 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 he oh, yeah, got better for the whole year. Yeah. Like he missed a few kicks early on. They're like, oh, why did we keep Hoshka? And then like, yeah, oh. I, I, I never wanted him back. Dude, when I when I saw Hoshka, it was the rap. Yeah. Where where did he go after we let him go? He played like one game at a, on a different team and missed like terrible. two out of three. And yeah. they cut his ass. Uh, I mean, so, his leg was his leg was done after that. Was it Patriots? Yeah. No, I don't think he went no, to No, it wasn't the Pats. They had Nick Folk all year. Yeah. Okay, um, that's that's what okay. I can look it up right now. Shoot, I'm not doing anything. God, it was some team. Yeah, but when he uh, had a good, a good leg, he, he he was good. He, he used it all in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was house money. Yeah. He, he, that's he like well like, for us, too, until he got hurt that one time. He got, yeah. it, was a, it was a field goal, and it was a, mm-hmm. it was, I guess it was a penalty where they hit the kicker. And yes. after that, yeah. injured, his leg was injured. That was a wrap. Who's almost uh, Steven Hauska? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, with the Seattle game where they yeah, he went to cheated blatantly. He went to, oh, he went to Jacksonville? Right. He went to Jacksonville, okay. and it didn't, didn't work out in Jacksonville. So, you know, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, he just helped nice them brother. tank for <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah. But, uh, no, um, oh, God, there was there was one thing that I was going to talk about when it came to uh, Tyler Bass. Oh, yeah. Like, Bass, I feel like his range, like, is something that, you know, I can feel confident when usually yeah. we'd be like going into halftime. It's just like, all right, let's just take the knee and get into the half. Now yeah. it's kind of like, hey, let's let's get into position and let this kid go out there and kick it. Like, I forget what game was it. It was 68 like the Seattle yarder, game. I feel right? like maybe the Seattle game. Yeah. Maybe. Like, depending on the stadium, we, we too, were, like. yeah. Like the Seattle game, I forget. Like, McDermott let him just try to kick it from like half field. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Why not? He's like, go ahead. This, this kid hits one, one, one sixty yarders. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, like he could do it. But in know, Buffalo, you're not gonna, could do it. No, you're, you're getting the tail end of the leg. No. That's trying to get there. Too much wind. Too much. But wind. in a dome, at forty-five in, in Buffalo, you're like confident. You're like, okay, well, forty-five, yeah. we, we can just nail this thing mm-hmm. and kick straight through the wind. Like Josh can he's, throw it. He's going to kick a sixty-yarder in the Superdome on Thanksgiving. Watch it. Oh, hot takes from Jake. Okay. I like it. Write it down. I like it. All right. I do want to get a couple of like lead (laughs) questions from you guys, right? So real quick, um, I don't know if you guys are busy or have time or anything, but uh, we can can, uh, wrap this up shortly. But I do wanted to get uh, just just some uh, awards from you guys, basically. Uh, Who who do you guys think is going to be offensive and defensive rookie of the year, uh, Izzy? For the NFL, or for the team. NFL. NFL. Ooh. Ooh. So, offensive rookie of the year, I have. Uh, I honestly Chase. don't care about the defensive rookie of the year. I want to know the offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Jamar Chase. Uh, where did he go? Cincinnati. Joe Burrow. Oh. Okay. 
I I feel like it's almost a given that it's going to be given to Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I feel like they want so, him to get it for sure. The, the the NFL definitely wants him to just like just like they wanted uh, Zion Williamson in the NBA to win the Rookie mm-hmm. of the Year, but then John Morant was like, "Hey, yeah, but last year they wanted Burrow to win, and he didn't." Herbert yeah. <laughs> So it's no, but Burrow uh, goes injured. He might have won if so he wasn't injured. <laughs> going in, going into the year, we know who everybody's kind of. They're gonna look at the draft and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I mean Trevor Lawrence. I mean, if he does anything more than win just one game, like and puts up stats on a losing team in Jacksonville, I mean, they might they might just be like, "Hey, give it to him," because they're gonna be garbage time stats anyway, kind of like how Dak gets on the Cowboys. So, mm-hmm. so is that your pick, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is probably going to get it because most teams are going to be blowing them out by halftime. So, what about you, T? Who you got as uh, offensive rookie of the year? Ooh, I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. Ooh, okay, that's yeah, not that's bad. a good one. That's I didn't even think about him. Right before now that Julio's gone, he's got more targets coming. Yeah, in. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, I wanted him too, but you know, we couldn't have him. We couldn't get. There's him. no way we were getting Kyle Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> We could dream. We could dream. There's no tight end battle. We got Kyle Pitts. Exactly. That's just another wide receiver out there. <laughs> exactly. Basically, he <laughs> literally is just another like the the yeah. best wide receiver on the field. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, T. Then let me ask you this: Who do you see being the league MVP? Oh my. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, you know, our guy. <laughs> oh, really? I've, if Josh can have the season he had last year with the run game, he's the guy. He's the guy. That's what makes you say that, though? Like, what if Aaron Rodgers has another crazy year or Pat Mahomes does Pat Mahomes? Say it again? Huh? Depends on where Aaron Rodgers is playing. Yeah, that too. Um, I think... I think now people are seeing Josh, not that they didn't see Josh last year. If Josh could still produce the same that he did last year, or maybe a little bit more, and our run game is in fact if is effective, I think he wins. I do. Okay. What about you, Jake? What you got uh, as the MVP? Okay. So I know we're Buffalo Bills content creators. And it's it don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> okay. So I really want to say Josh Allen. But it's only because the Aaron Rodgers situation right now. This is this is just what I think right now. The Aaron Rodgers situation. Say he does play, we have no idea what the Green Bay is going to be like next year because now they're out here tweeting that it's going to be their last dance and stuff like that. So who knows? Aaron Rodgers might go absolutely crazy. But if and he they'll give him the narrative. Yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't go crazy, everybody's going to remember. Hey, remember what Josh Allen did last year? If Aaron Rodgers isn't putting up numbers like he did last year and Josh Allen still is, Josh Allen's winning the MVP. Patrick Mahomes has already had his time. Tom Brady's had his time. They're going to be looking for someone new to kind of put the MVP on. And if unless Aaron Rodgers doesn't go crazy again and Josh Allen stays at about what he was or, God forbid, even better, he's winning the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. I could dig it. What about he's you? A new, he's a new blood right now, so they're looking yeah. at Josh Allen. Yeah, absolutely. Like just like Lamar was. You mind if I use one of our live show things for mine? Live show. Hey, bro, do you? <laughs> do you? 
Ah, ha, ha. oh, that's hot. That's hot. Okay, hot. I, uh, I like that. <laughs> that was I cool. I picked this a month ago, right? With A Rich and uh, and DM three. Um, I got Josh Allen winning the MVP and to be the first quarterback in more than twenty years to also win the Super Bowl MVP. Oh wow. This I guy. Like that one. That's a hot this take. Guy. That since I think it was Kurt Warner in '99. Most likely, definitely a hot take. I believe it was Kurt Warner '99, last guy to do it when the MVP. Yeah, because was. Mahomes didn't win the Super Bowl. He, the, yeah, he didn't win the Super Bowl. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Or they won the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl. Yeah, Josh, the no quarterback has won the season MVP and Super Bowl MVP since Kurt Warner did it. Uh, well, I guess since we got easy Super Bowl prediction, might as well get everybody's Super Bowl prediction. What you got, Jake? A Super Bowl prediction. Uh, what teams I think are going to be in it? Teams and year? winner. Team. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, it just set me up to be a homer. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we're all homers, but I think the Rams are in the Super Bowl, right? I'm, I'm, I'm smoking the Matt Stafford pack. All right, like absolutely, I one hundred percent think He's that, dude. Like He's Jared, to go crazy. Oh my god, he, he is about <laughs> on one side and Stafford on the other. Jesus Christ! Some people, some people are going out and saying that the Rams are overrated already and stuff. I'm like, no, with that defense and the offensive weapons they have with Matt Stafford, who's had buns since Megatron was gone. Okay, yep. like this man's about to go absolutely nuts. Hell, he might win MVP next year. I mean, <laughs> he's definitely like, running. Yeah. Matthew Stafford yeah. fact: Matthew Stafford with Megatron was putting up big numbers. The year yeah. Megatron retired, Matthew Stafford still put up five thousand yards passing. Matthew yeah. Stafford is the first court is the fastest quarterback from beginning of his career to the time he reached the milestone to make it to forty thousand yards. The fastest okay. passing Peyton oh, Manning, wow. faster than Tom Brady, faster than Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Eli, everybody. The fastest from the beginning of his career to forty thousand yards, and and I'm just gonna say because my uncle is a Detroit is is a Detroit Lions fan, so he's been just as miserable as us, and he's still miserable while we're living it <laughs> yeah. up now. But he's always got Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, right. He, you uh, can't read defense. Uh, to be he, fair, I my oh go ahead. To be fair, the the Vikings with Case Keenum, Vikings with. Kirk Cousins. Cousins is the better quarterback. Keenum was the better fit, so you never know. Mm-hmm. So are you suggesting that the, the Detroit Lions are about to go to the divisional rounds of the playoffs? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? He's just pointing some things out. He's just pointing some things out. What if he's there? I mean, if okay. if Aaron Rodgers isn't in Green Bay anymore. Where? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the Vikings. Yeah. So, uh, no, but my Super Bowl pick, and mm-hmm. I think it's just because of I, I, I'm smoking the Rams pack, so they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, I think that the Buffalo Bills are in the Super Bowl, but I, I, and I don't want to believe this, but I, I'm smoking that Rams pack so much that I think that they're about to just go absolutely nuts next year. And, I think that there's a good chance we might lose that if it just comes down to straight up defense because we already saw what the Rams did to us last year 
with Jared Goff Jared on the Goff. team. That was a, that was a nail biter game. Yeah. So what happens if they have Matt Stafford? I think it's a close ass game, but I think it can go either way. But I think if I was going to put money down on it, just because I'm uh, I'm afraid and maybe not as confident as I should be as a homer, I would probably put money down on the ring. I actually had put money. You know down why that's on both cool? You know why that's cool? Because if we lose, you make a lot of money. But if exactly we win, we win, and you don't care yeah. about losing the money. We and then the I'm like, oh, whatever, you know? Yeah, so. exactly. Just place bets on both. Uh, yeah, just be like, just be like Floyd Mayweather and place bets on both, on and both. then whatever one wins, post it on social media. There you go. Yeah, but you'd, you'd be counting on the Rams playing against the same defense they played this year. They're not. Yeah. Mm. It's all. It's all. Uh, and. You got to think about what I just said. My best, my worst, and best case scenario. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, true, true. Uh, what what teams you got in the Super Bowl and who you got okay. winning it? I'm not gonna be a homer, but I, I'm saying this. Okay, of course I want our team to be in a Super Bowl. Of course I want them to win it all. But I'm doing. I'm. I'm gonna say this. I say the Browns. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna take yours, the Rams. The Rams are going good. good. I don't know yeah. why people are, are sleeping on yeah. them. And I say I, the Browns because the Browns have a good defense, a really, really good defense. If they had a quarterback, they, they would be dangerous, right? But also, you know, they do have a quarterback. I'm not a Baker fan, but you know, what I'm saying, I'm not either, but he's not, he's not he's, bad or good. he's not bad. No, he good this, enough, this guy, yes, okay. he is. He has. He has offensive players around him that are great. He's like Kirk Running Cousins. Game. Right. Like, so if you don't – Right. So if you make it to the next step, you got to take advantage of that. You have to. So, that, I mean, I say the Browns, but, you know, any given Sunday for sure. So, of course, I want the Bills to be in it. But if I had – my next spec, best pick would be the Browns against the Rams. Also, Patriots, who do you Baker think wins that game? Oh, who wins it? Um, The Rams. Yeah. Okay, so my my only thing that I'm slamming, I'm slamming the floor, but if it was a table, I'd be slamming the table, <laughs> I, is I need the Browns to play an actual good schedule. Because last yeah. year they made it in, and their schedule for their whole division garbage. was straight garbage. Yeah, it was. So yeah. I, the, I've seen a lot of people saying that they might regress this year because they're actually going to have to play a decent schedule. So I, I'll just have to say this. They lost to the damn Jets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, they did. They, they lost did. to the damn Jets. Okay. Wow. I mean, granted, all of their wide receivers had COVID-19. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, Me, you, and the rest of the built-in Buffalo team could beat the Jets. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, instead of the Bills, the built-in Buffalo's playing. Right. Yeah. Just as be my tight end, just keep hitting them with the ball. Six ten. There you go. Hey, for real? That's what I'm saying. So, Izzy, uh, we didn't get to your teams. What teams would you have in the Super Bowl? So, clearly, I said Josh Allen wins MVP, Super Bowl MVP, so I got the Bills mm. winning the Super Bowl. Teams I have going from the NFC uh, could be the Bucks, could be the Rams. It's, it's a tough one to call. Um, the Washington football team looks like they're – They're going to be good this year. Yeah. That, that game against us, we, get, we cannot take that game lightly. I'm going to be so that, there. Chase Young there is a beast. Yep. That defense is nasty. That and if if uh, Tyler Henneke beats up Fitzpatrick, I like Tyler Henneke. Um, 
shoot, uh, you know, the Bears, Justin Fields. Mm. They made the playoffs wanna, last year at 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. I, I mean, want to know what's crazy about that whole division, too. You said the Washington football team is – I don't think Dallas, but the New York Giants actually loaded up on offense yep. for Daniel Jones. So you really – I, I don't know. I can't I can't even say 100% that Washington football team even wins their division just yeah. because the Giants defense is respectable. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. not not what I would say as dominant, but their offense is going to be loaded this year and if Daniel Jones yeah, he could take any yeah. step forward, he's going to be all right. Yeah, I mean they gave him the weapons to wear yeah. if if the Giants if if he is bad this year with all those weapons they He's know done. Daniel Jones is the problem, yep. and they're going to get a real quarterback back there. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. is it just me or does Daniel Jones look like the kid from Maze Runner? <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> but, not, not the point. All right. And then, uh, so you got the Bears up north. You got the Buccaneers. You got mm. the Washington football team out west. You got the Seahawks and the Niners. The Niners mm. look good. Um, I'm going to say Bills versus, to stay healthy. San Francisco. Ooh. That's not a bad okay. pick either. Yeah. I respect that. Which which is terrible for me because I'm actually Niners are my second favorite team. When I was, when I was a little kid, Wait. I had a babysitter. She was a Niners fan. She was really, <laughs> nice. she was really pretty. She was cute. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> they were actually she, twins. She turned you on. I mean turned twins. you into twins. They were twins. They were twins. They went to daycare. They were I don't there. know, they man. I might have been a Niners fan. Too. Yeah. And Gina was a Niners fan and Gina was nicer, but I was already a Bills fan. So I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and root for your Niners too. Wow. They out west, so you know they don't affect us much like almost ever. So it was like yeah, I, I can cheer them on a little bit here and there, but if it, yeah, if you're playing the Bills, you know, F you, that's it. Yeah, the the only problem that I always have with the Niners is just their health. Like you said, they have to stay healthy, mm-hmm. and they already going into camp this year had a couple people already tear some. Yep, uh, yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. So they they've got that bug, and I don't know what it is. And Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I and maybe we're saying Trey Lance. I'm about to say point, who's going to start. But, oh, um, I think it's Jimmy, Jimmy G. One hundred percent. Okay, I think yeah. that he'll lose that job. Uh, before the season's over, though, I, I, before the season's yeah. over, before the season's I, over, yeah. I say midway. Yeah. Well, but I mean, if you're gonna draft, if you're Unless gonna draft a guy like out. Trey Lance, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it kind of like the Tua situation too. If you draft a guy that high, like the guy you've got there is just waiting. You're mm-hmm. waiting for a bad game to pull that guy. I mean, in the Tua situation, they kept flip flopping, but mm-hmm. normally you wait for that guy to just give you a reason to pull him out and then you put the other guy in. Absolutely. If Jimmy balls out though, he'll play the whole year and then they'll they'll probably yeah. trade him and get you know that first round pick that they need. Mm-hmm. But I mean what if that, they if do he plays average the Trey Lance will be there by week eight. Week nine. See I have a theory on the 49ers right I think that they're trying to rewrite their history's wrongs right uh almost a decade and a half maybe two decades ago they missed out on one of, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, right? And they, they went ahead and they drafted Alex Smith, and they, it haunts them to this day because Aaron Rodgers is still winning MVPs as of last year, right? So I think that between that and them playing us and, and seeing Josh Allen and like, oh, my God, what are we supposed to do with this, right? I think they were like, you know what? We need to go get the most talented kid 
who has the highest ceiling, which I do think is Trey Lance, right? Oh, yeah. So I think that they're trying to literally put the Packers method in place to where they're like, all right, cool. We got Trey Lance and we have obviously not Brett Favre, but we have a pretty decent quarterback who has led us to a Super Bowl before. So mm-hmm. who's to say he can't do it again, a, right? So to be fair, it's more of a Mahomes type deal. Trey Even Lance better. Absolutely, yeah. even better. Garoppolo is Alex Smith. Excellent. Absolutely. Mm, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's worked it before. It all makes sense. It all right. makes it, sense now. It, it led to two of the best quarterbacks ever. Uh, so I kind of wish Josh would have had that luxury, but here, that's neither near or third. We did talk about that in our live show on Friday, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. That's because that was. You could, you could have, have Jimmy G. Yeah. Josh's first year, let Josh sit for a whole year. And then let Josh play? Yeah. Oh, wow. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. You let Jimmy G play with Zay Jones and Robert Foster. But then we never would have got Josh hurtling <laughs> Anthony Barr, so. That's, That's true, true, but, you know, I can do without that. Yeah, I know. We'd also not have him get hit that Tommy John's injury or whatever it was, the elbow yeah. injury. Oh, the elbow injury, yeah. yeah. The late you know hit, but it wasn't a late hit. Right. Yeah, I think all Josh, of it Josh is just sitting behind those him. guys was like, what, what what triggered him to see the field better? I watched Derek Anderson play. I watched Barkley play. That helped a lot. Mm-hmm. If he got that for a whole year from a quarterback who's actually a quality quarterback like Jimmy G, he's not great, but he's a quality quarterback. You give him somebody like that instead of Matt Barkley and Derek Anderson, he might have some yeah. some, oh, yeah. some better traits. Yeah. That Nate was Peterman. that was hell. That was just hell. and Nate Peterman. Oh, God. Nate, yeah, Nate, Nate Peterman, AJ McCarron, nicest guy. Nate's the nicest guy ever. He yeah. is because he like Gruden. What's his, yeah, Gruden. He loves him, right? Yeah. Well, so Gruden likes him, but Gruden's an asshole. So yeah, yeah. Take, take that for what it's worth. Right. I guess Gruden he balances himself off. I probably, but uh, Peterman. Uh, some people said that Peterman was just too nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah he, he was they, giving the ball away to the other team. Yeah, exactly. So he was very a too friendly. It was very given. <laughs> right. Given. Uh, didn't like that. We need a little some guy who's a little more stingy. <laughs> you know, I think that Peterman's problem was he was in his own head too much. Like when he took yeah. over in the Saints game against, you know, after Tyrod, you know, had that nine for 18, 50 That's yard true. performance. He went out there, he threw, he was seven to 10 for 70 yards and a touchdown. And he also played pretty well in the preseason for the most part. Yeah, I mean, he always did that. But I think, I think it's, I think for him, it's mental. Yep. I think he has the physical tools to play the game and it could be good. Tom Brady's got similar physical traits to Nate Peterman, but. Tom Brady's also like the most confident person you've ever met in your life if you're a medal. And cocky and, and it is a borderline between confident and cocky. Yeah. And that's fine Peter to be that. Way. Near that line. No, Peter he's not. Like, he's way back there. Yeah. I mean, just think about what happened to Peterman too. Remember the playoff game against the Jags? Tyrod goes yeah. down after getting just oh, yeah. smashed. And they're like, we're all like, oh, Peterman's about to lead us. Like, oh, we yeah. only need like one score to win this game. Against the, the best secondary in, in the NFL yeah. that year. Against Saxonville that year. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, were the, they were the best that, secondary in D line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that man was doomed from it. the start, man. Yeah. It was just like he got shell shocked. Just like um, what's yeah. his name? Uh oh my god. Um he's a good Christian. Manuel. Manuel. EJ Manuel. Oh, Another yeah. one. We, we, he got he got ruined. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for EJ Manuel. I think he could have been good in the, in the right situation, but yeah, kind of yeah. hated himself. Yeah. Yep. He, was, shows he shouldn't have been a first round pick. He shouldn't have been. He should have been like a third round pick. But yeah. when your GM and your head coach are not on the same page, that shows mm-hmm. what your problem is right there. Yeah. If he was a third round pick, I think he's still in the league. Yeah. Most likely because he doesn't start year one. Yep. You go yep. and get Kyle Orton. 
and then hopefully Kevin Cobb doesn't blow his damn knee on a mat. Yeah, we've had some horrible luck with quarterbacks, yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> he didn't even get to see the field. They like he got hit and tore his, his knee. Yeah, that was he's running out there as he slipped and fell. Remember, as soon as we got a decent team, Kyle Orton retired when we, we thought we were about to yep. make the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was like, next oh year? My oh, God. my goodness. Yeah, next year is on. It's like, no, he's retiring. What? Wait a minute. We just had an awesome city. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, the city loves What happened? Who talked to this guy? <laughs> and then Marone left. Damn, was was Rico. Oh, Marone oh, took the money and left. Did you see the meme? <laughs> they had a meme of Kyle Orton sending Doug Marone a letter. And it said, come away with me. And then Marone's running away, too. Thinking, <laughs> oh, <laughs> literally, right? Like, it's hilarious. It's like, come away with Buffalo high and dry. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, those so are, those are some tough times, man. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I mean, but it's worth it to now have Brandon Bean, Scott McDermott, Josh Allen, Stephon Days. Like, we have the yeah. best of the best at all yeah. of the right positions. So, yeah. very, just, very, just so glad was only had one mistake. And then see. Yeah. And that's. So, that's that's my big thing, right? Is I'm on here, and all of you guys were fans probably all throughout the draft, right? Mm-hmm. I don't me for me personally. I heard about it and didn't become a fan until 2015. That's when I started getting into football. Oh wow! And so I I had no idea about all this stuff until I did like research and like I just heard it. So when I hear you guys talking about this stuff, I will never truly know what everybody mm. had to go through yeah. and the the and i hear you guys talking about this i'm like i'm like i don't know who this dude is who just slipped and blew his knee out like i don't the know rex ryan era <laughs> we had the we had the rex ryan era that was just that's nasty that's, well. that's when i became the a, yeah. a fan is rex rex was the coach and i was like oh this is gonna be the greatest thing ever and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck is the this? damn it was a train wreck i saw yeah. i saw the train coming a mile away but i tried to pretend like this, this could be okay yeah, right. oh, this guy's yeah. cool. Went to two yeah. SC championships in a row. Maybe he can turn the ship around, and then it's, oh wait, he, yeah, because he's like, he's he been here the whole yeah. time? Yeah, you've seen the Super Bowls, right? No, so he went to two AFC championship games. No, in a I'm row. talking about you yeah. seen our Super Bowls. Our, yeah, our... yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 36, so I saw the Super Bowls. I was like six, seven, eight, and nine, but yeah, hmm. I was too hyperactive to give a damn. Okay. <laughs> but so the, the drought started. I was like 15. I was I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, that was like prime time. Yeah, right? I was I was 15 yeah. years old, and then it didn't end till so I was like 35. Like oh, I, I had already graduated high school, joined the army, got out, was a disabled veteran, and finally the team got good. And I'm like, what? Shit, wow. life's already happened to me. What the yeah. hell? Are we doing? Right. Oh my god, that's sick. <laughs> I like I've been stationed in Alaska, Alabama, South Carolina, and you were Georgia. still a Bills fan. And I'm still a Bills fan. Yeah, I was like the whole okay. time. I was there. We drafted uh, Willis McGahee. I was like, we still got Travis Henry. What are we doing? The oh guy, yeah, yeah. Travis got a fumbling problem. Like yeah, but Willis yeah. got a knee problem. Like what are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I was there for nasty. all that. Oh, it was, it was like a the guy from South Carolina, uh, Marcus. What was his name? I know exactly Lattimore. what you're talking about. Marcus Lattimore. Yeah. For the, for the, right. He was the best running back coming out. And then, like, his last season, his knee just. Ooh. Yeah. yeah it was like a. It was so like. A he broke his, kind of like that. But it was it was more like Willis McGahee because he was, like, diving. And, like, his gotcha. knee got caught. It was, like, almost like Carson Wentz. But, like, his knee was just, like, Ooh. flopping. I'm Ooh. so scared. Yeah. I hate that stuff. I hate, I hate it, too. Blood. I hate needles. Uh, no. Can't I watched that McGregor fight last time he snapped his ankle. I was like, oh, 
Oh, you know, bro. And then you ESPN was like, "Here, here's five different angles of it's <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. like, no, I don't want to see that. I didn't want to see it. The first <laughs> it, it, it was just like it was just like Dak Prescott's um leg. Oh yeah. Like, oh my oh, god. When he tried oh. to bang it back in, remember? You I was even like, see it. It was in a sock, but it was like yes. bulging. Like, he, oh, that's, that's he was bulging. banging that's it. Bulging. He was trying to bang it back in. I'm, I'm sitting oh. here like, stop it. Dude, Stop the Alex, the Alex Smith, here, let's keep talking about the Alex Smith injury. Oh, they kept showing that, that where his leg just turned to jello. At least oh. it was in pants. Like, you watch yeah. UFC, yeah. Conor McGregor's like barefoot, then they had like yeah. Weidman yeah. snap his like a month and a half. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, his, oh, like, look at look, look at how it bends. I'm like, I don't want to see it bend. It doesn't Jake bend said, that way. Let's keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. You see it, you're like, no, it's like, Link yeah, Link. okay, no. Here's another one. No. Like Paul <laughs> George in 2013. Oh, man. my God. Stop. Oh, stop. Okay, God. stop. Now. Oh. Also, no, 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 no. One, one more, and you guys probably may not even know about this. UCF's quarterback, Mackenzie Milton, had the same thing happen to his damn knee that happened to uh, to Alex Smith. Absolutely oh. turned to ch- I was at the game oh, when his God. damn leg just Ooh. turned to jello. I don't know if you guys are wrestling fans, but back in the day, Sid Vicious did a jump off the oh, top rope. Oh, dude, w. comes off the top rope. Oh, no. Oh, my God. His wrestling boot is just folded yeah. in half. You're like, no! No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This is disgusting. I've seen a lot, and I hated it. I hate it every time. And and I was army, so my top is like, We've oh, you broke your leg. They're going to drag you now. Preston, where do we go? Where do we go, Jess? We're here. <laughs> Oh my god, this is like we going to hell. It's it's the damn Gordon Hayward injury, bro. Oh Oh my goodness, hard pass. Oh, these guys are warriors for that reason, though. That's what that is. Yes, yeah, (laughs) for sure. At any any point, anybody can get that. Yeah, yeah. Let's just hope and pray nothing happens to our guys this year. Yeah, well, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. Sure. So for the uh, most healthy potential bill season possible, so that we can, uh, you know, lift that Lombardi. And I don't but, even um, like talking about what ifs when it comes to our guys because, you know, there's always going to be injuries for sure. But you don't want to speak it into no type of existence. That's how I feel. Absolutely, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I want a health. I want a healthy season like that 2019 season. Oh, like yeah. it almost mm-hmm. felt like there were barely any injuries to yeah. main yeah. guys that year. Now, but they're you know they're good for that though. Sean McDermott yeah. and all of the staff, their the training staff is yes, amazing. Yeah, we that's literally have the perfect staff from top to bottom. It is yeah. amazing. And our training facility is one of the best in the, in the league. We got yep. cryo, we got everything. Uh, the yep. staff. That's great. That that new what eighteen million dollar facility that they mm-hmm. built. Yeah, uh, we never that, got to my that, best case scenario. Oh, go ahead. Earlier. Oh, we did. Oh, okay, cool. Back, star, right. star, you know, falling off a cliff. Star, yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back. That was that's like two seconds ago. But yeah. best case scenario, we get back to that 2019 season defense type st- type style. We have that defense with last year's offense, the highest scoring offensive league with the second best defense. That's a Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. Wow. So I just want to that, that right there real quick. Yeah. I agree. That defense. I agree. Oh, man, that defense was, yes, that was a beautiful defense. Number two in the league. Yeah, you know, Trey White was a runner-up for yeah. player defense of the year. Player, he was yeah. the first team all-pro. Have an inter- and he it was, was having interceptions it was left and very, right. It was very arguable that year because I believe what Pittsburgh was won. number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh was, no, no, the Patriots were number one. The Patriots were number one. I felt yeah, like the Patriots on par with them. Pittsburgh was number like, three behind us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were all like right there. Man. Yeah, we we're all flip flopping the whole season. Yep. Yep. 
How about this? How about uh, we you know what's crazy is the Dolphins go to that game is the number one scoring defense. They leave that game is number seven oh, scoring defense. <laughs> how is that possible? Put, 56 points. <laughs> how is that possible? Put, I don't you put a 56 piece McNugget on the table. That's how that's possible. <laughs> I'm saying you walk in there confident <laughs> and you see Josh Allen, you're like 56, boom. Like, wait a minute, where did the hell did this come from? Dude, so in that game, our, our starters put up 28 points in the first half. Yep. If the you starters. wipe the scoreboard clean, you still win. Dolphins, you keep your yeah. you keep your points. We can wipe our scoreboard clean. And then our D our backups go in there in the second half. They put up 28 more points. We still beat and them 28 still- 26. <laughs> we still beat them 28 26. Yeah. So that's how that game I- went. But before before I got into like the podcasting stuff, all last season I was doing stuff on YouTube, YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and I I I would put out videos like how we're gonna like how we're gonna grill the Miami Dolphins or something like that, some puns and stuff. And my it was getting them all mad leading up into that game. They said like all season they're like, oh, we can't wait to meet you guys at the end of the year, and the AFC East is gonna be on the line, which it wasn't. No. But we <laughs> they were like, we here. can't wait. They they were thinking they were gonna go into that game and wipe the floor with us, calling Josh Allen trash. My video that came oh out God. after that game was just full of suck my like I'm I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> but like like do do not come on my videos anymore. I have right. receipts. I don't know why Dolphins want to play us so much. I don't know why their fans want, are so eager. Like right. we swept you guys through the last four, four seasons. You know Josh Allen is your I, dad. I'll tell you Father's why the Dolphins want to play us so much. Three of the last it's four because, seasons. Like what are you doing? The Dolphins want to play us so much is because the same reason we wanted to play Tom Brady so much is because we thought. This is the time. Tom Brady's yeah. coming to Orchard Park. We're gonna beat him. And then he just blow us out. And that's were, exactly what's gonna be the Dolphins for next. They, the Dolphins beat him like once a year, most years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. The Dolphins. Oh, they, they were like, we can do it at the time. We can do it at the Buffalo. No, you can't. No. Matt Barkley. No. <laughs> you can't. You couldn't even beat Matt Barkley. Oh god. Matt Barkley's dropping dimes down the middle to Gabe Davis for touchdowns. Okay. Nick isn't anymore. It was Davis it's, number one. If if Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't have COVID, he would have been in that game so fast, yo. Like he would have yeah, been in no. the game after oh, the yeah. second quarter. Oh, no cut. Like he just like thanks, after David. the second quarter, Justice. Yeah, after the no, first no, like no, it was, the first it was bad. The first, no, the first quarter. Drive. The first, yeah. He wouldn't even made it past three drives. Fitzpatrick no, would have been back in the game. The Tula was looking back saying, wait, where is anybody coming in? Who's the third string guy? Who's, who's after Ryan? It's just you, bro. Like, oh shit. Yeah. So this right. is gonna be the whole game. So I'm in it the whole game. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Is Matt Barkley over there? Like what's this we here? We might as well talk about Tua. Jake, how do you feel about Tua? Where's your how do I feel about Tua? Okay. Well, you know, me and you being from Florida, we know we know how these Dolphins fans can be sometimes. Ridiculous. Bro. So yeah, like so how I feel about Tua is they should have taken Justin Herbert. We all knew it. We knew they should have taken Herbert, but everything was linked to Tua. And now, now everybody's saying, well, now they need to get to Sean Watson. There's people in the organization that are apparently pushing for a trade for Deshaun Watson. And it should have told you enough when your head coach didn't have enough confidence in your top 10 pick quarterback and yeah. kept pulling him out for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, I'm sorry, but all signs point to Tua is not the guy. And that's 
and that's not me hating on him because mm-hmm. I, I never wish for anyone to not succeed in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Everybody, right. like, I, I want everybody to succeed, but everything is pointing to that staff has no confidence in that man. And yeah. from what he's put out on the field, he looks like, and, you know, this this is just complete. It looks like that if this guy doesn't fix some of these problems, that he he's not the most ath- athletically gifted guy. He doesn't have the best arm talent. Overall, it's not like – I guess the only thing he has, he has a slightly higher football IQ when it comes to that. But other than that, really, not even that. Okay. Not so if we're going to say if he doesn't even have that, then <laughs> this guy should have never been – like that dude was a benefit of having one of the best offenses in college, college. football yep. and having number ones – basically – First round, early first round talent on each side of the line at wide receiver. Yep. Like, that Henry dude's Ruggs just been ever. Henry Ruggs, <laughs> yeah. Jalen Waddle. Uh, who's the, it's not CeeDee Lamb. It's C, Devonta uh, Jerry Smith. Judy. Was it? Yeah, Devonta Smith. Like, Devonta like, Smith, Jerry Judy, right? Or was it CeeDee yeah, Lamb? Yeah, Jerry Judy was there. Yeah. Jerry Judy. Like, all first round like, wide receivers. Like, listen to those names. Those are guys Smith. that are competing for starting spots on teams right now. Or have no, some of them are star players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all star all four of those guys are starters. Yeah, yeah. all of them are starters. So, yeah. So like, like, you had all this in college, not. So he has the physical tools to do it. He just doesn't have the mental. In my opinion, so is he? How the do you feel about Tua? So, what uh, do you think of Tua? Have you seen my Wonderlick video, or have you heard my Wonderlick take? Mm-hmm. All right. So a lot of people will shoot the Wonderlick down. It doesn't matter. Blah blah blah. Jim Kelly at a fourteen. So yeah. the Wonderlick test is the aptitude test the NFL uses for players, right? Everybody takes it if you're a defensive yeah. tackle or a quarterback, doesn't matter, right? But for some Josh positions, was very high, thirty-seven, mm-hmm. in fact. So I've done a, I've like done Peyton a very Manning high. Peyton, Peyton Manning scored thirty-four. Oh I think. wow! Tom yeah. Brady scored a thirty-eight. Russell Wilson scored a thirty-three. Like the, the you hear the those best damn best. names? You yeah, hear the, those the best score high, <laughs> right? Deshaun Watson scored twenty-four. So. No quarterback since Donovan McNabb has scored lower than a 20 and become a franchise quarterback on that test. Mm-hmm. Don McNabb took that test in 1998 when he was at the Combine. And since him, no one, nobody has scored lower than a 20 and been a franchise quarterback. Now, Tua and Lamar Jackson, so this is why I'm not so high on Lamar Jackson, scored 13s. Wait, what? Lamar Jackson and Tua both scored a 13 on the one. A 13? Oh, wow. 13. Your average quarterback scores a 24. And oh, no quarterback has been a franchise God. quarterback and scored under 20 since Donovan McNabb. Oh, my God. 23 years. I did, not, okay. 13, I did not know seven. that. But they're both physically gifted. So, so Tua scores a 13. Mm-hmm. Tua wow. scores a 13, right? The test measures uh, how fast you can and, solve and this problems. Is, okay, gotcha. That's what the test and, does. And we're, and we're talking about we're talking about Tua, right? Uh, mm-hmm. How do you think – now, this is something that happens a lot. Miami Dolphins fans really like Brian Flores and the culture down there, right? I like Flores. He's good. Do, do you think that if they bomb on this Tua thing and they don't get a guy like a Deshaun Watson, you think that experiment down there with the GM and Brian Flores is over, even though I think I Brian think Flores is no, a decent coach? I don't think so. so I think it might be over, Brian but I don't think it should be. I think yeah. that it, yeah, I think that they should stick with Flores and the GM. Yeah, but I, I don't think that they will. And well, I hope they get rid of him. help us out. <laughs> Gen- generally speaking, yeah, exactly. You know, you, you you get your you get your one quarterback pick, and that's it. Generally mm-hmm. speaking, every now and then, like a Marvin Lewis, 
yeah. you know, you get Carson Palmer, and then you get Andy, Andy Dalton, and then, you know, sometimes you get that guy. But I think that So you of- think that's why they didn't go after a quarterback again? They should have. They, they should have. They they right. That would save their ass. Right. Yeah. If they stayed at three and they take Trey Lance, he, I think he beats he beats out Tua easy. I feel like the <clears throat> Dolphins and the Jets literally made the wrong decision. I feel like the Dolphins should have gave up on Tua and taken a quarterback, and I feel like the Jets should have used their pick for a premium position and kept Sam Darnold. No, I do. I, I believe that. I feel too. like Sam Darnold is better than Zach Wilson. Is he was mismanaged so. and I was. I was heavy on that same that same Darnold thing. Uh, my father, well, soon to be father in law, whatever, is a Jets fan. And when I have, and sorry, when I have conversations. <laughs> when I have conversations. Well, her her mom is also a Patriots fan, so think about that. Oh my that god! Household, oh, oh goodness! My fiance's yeah, mom is a Patriots yeah. fan. Oh my goodness! Yeah, is she, she an Dolphins fan. She, uh, no, she she's a nothing fan. She a Bills fan now. I'm telling you. That. <laughs> she yeah. a nothing fan. Yeah. But, but uh, imagine their face when she brings home a guy Bills, and he's yeah. wearing Buffalo a Buffalo Bills shirt. They're like, oh hell no, yeah. what the hell is this? Right. But uh, I go in there and I have conversations with her dad all the time about the Jets. I follow everybody in the AFC, so you know. Yeah, and I was telling I was telling him I was like, look. And he he's telling me all this stuff. And I say, hey, the only reason that you get rid of Sam Darnold is if Joe Douglas admits that he failed on Sam Darnold, which admittedly they did mm-hmm. when he came in. And he just wants to reset the clock when it comes to the quarterback position for the rebuild. That's it. If not, I thought it was a smarter idea to get that premium position, keep Sam Darnold, because Sam Darnold does have those intangibles that – you know, he had those rookie mistakes that just weren't coached out of him because he had yeah. damn Adam Gates. Gates. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's a hot The Panthers might make the playoffs this year. They are making the yeah. playoffs this year. Yeah. The Panthers, they might win the division this year. Oh, I, I like that. Buccaneers Hold on, I need a hat, bro. Cat. The, Buc- the Buccaneers <laughs> won the Super Bowl this year and they didn't win their division. So let's. No, but I think the Saints are still going to be good. I think Jameis Winston is better than what Drew Brees was last year. I don't, I don't know, maybe, but Jameis Winston going to shock some people. I, I, I agree, but they're going to put Taysom Hill in there first, I think, and then when that experiment flops, they'll if go with they Jameis. put Taysom Hill in there over uh, uh, Jameis Winston. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. That, they just paid him that $160 million. Just, they're going to do it. They're not going to sit him after they him. gross so, irresponsibility. Well, yeah. so the big, the big thing about that. <laughs> The big thing about that contract is so many year years of it are – Yeah, it's basically a one-year prove it. It's a one-year it's it's one year if you're good, then cool, and we'll keep yeah. you in if you're not. The, so I, I saw that part of the contract. But yeah. like they, they did say, if you take this job, if we give you this job and you succeed, you're our guy. But he scored under 20 and no one like two. So. I mean, mm-hmm. did you see 16. him last year when they had him playing quarterback? Like, Yeah, he, he ran the ball more than Lamar Jackson awful. does. Yeah. yeah. He was just he, – he, he wasn't – terrible but he wasn't mm. he was not much better than bad i think it's crazy i did i had no idea about lamar jackson's wonderlick test yeah so 13. that's crazy so yeah i didn't know that i didn't know about i knew about josh but i didn't know about anybody else's so it doesn't i know a lot of them like if you ask me quarterback i could probably give the wonderlick score because i did a whole study on this because someone was like one don't matter here's here's, here's a tip before you uh, the wonderlick score of the last super bowl winning quarterbacks the average score is 30 hmm. from the last 10 
quarterbacks mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl. That means Tom Brady doesn't only count for one, right? Because you're counting all ten of the last right. ten quarterbacks to win it. So it's it's not Tom Brady, Mahomes, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. It's not Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, oh, Patrick Mahomes. Gotcha. Okay. Like, that's ten guys. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner's on the list because he Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. Trent Dilfer is just barely not on the list. Oh, okay. The last twenty years is the, you know it's like the last fifteen years cover ten quarterbacks. Uh, Joe Flacco's okay. on the list. Really? Yeah. You want to see? You want to in twenty twelve? Yeah. Who? Oh, Joe, wow. oh, Joe Flacco. Joe. Flacco. No, I was yeah. on, I, I wasn't expecting the last fifteen years to have ten quarterbacks. That's all. Yeah, I thought so the, you know one might have won. ten different quarterbacks. Like last 15, 17 years have won a Super Bowl, and their average score is thirty, and none of them scored under a twenty. Oh wow! Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Joe Flacco, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, yeah, just uh, the list goes on, right? The last of the last ten to win MVP, only one scored under twenty, and it was Lamar Jackson. Mm. The average so what score you're telling me after Lamar Jackson, <laughs> the average score for those guys was thirty-two before that because you had you, Matt Ryan. You can Tom read Brady, between the lines, right? Lamar Jackson brought that score down from thirty-two to twenty-five. Mm. Wow. Yeah, wow. you put his number in there. You put his numbers in there, then right? Is his thirteen, and then that 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 average yeah. comes down to twenty five from thirty two. That's how that's how big his one look score made an impact on that statistic. It's he he had a good season. So having a bad one look score doesn't mean you won't have a bad won't have a good season. Like right. Tyrod Taylor scored an eighteen, bad one look score, but. He still had a three thousand yard, twenty touchdown, eight interception, another five hundred yards rushing season. He had a he had a good year in twenty what twenty fifteen. He had a good yeah. year. It wasn't a great year. He was twentieth in the league. You know his numbers I were mean, good. He had a solid the year. I became a fan. Yeah, so, I never knew that. So that kind of actually puts things in. It explains a lot. It, 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 begins <laughs> yeah. it begins to tail off right around year four, year five, depending on when you were drafted, because you know you have your fifth year option. So on and so forth. So the Ravens are gonna pick up Lamar's fifth year option. Of course, they already did, but they're also looking at re-signing him, and this might be a mistake. So what you're telling me is that there is quite a good chance that Lamar Jackson statistically will not win a Super Bowl. The, the data does not favor him. Does not favor. It. I'm not saying well, he won't do it because I, personally, I think that like he has everything else except yeah. for that. Well, Leadership. To... He's a good person. He's a you know he he has this the physical skills. Mm-hmm. If he wants to put the ball in a certain spot, he can put it there. Mm-hmm. Like he has everything else. It's just that one thing. Well, then yeah. I'm about to write that down the next time a Ravens fan tries to tell me Absolutely. Lamar is better than Josh Allen. I'm about yeah. to be like, and they want to use career stats. All right, let's yeah. do the full career then. Where, where's the Wonderlic test score? <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you look if you, if you look at Lamar Jackson, let's MVP, get the receipts. Everybody's like he was he was a unanimous MVP. It was like, okay, he was a unanimous MVP. I don't want to take that from him. It was a damn good year. Mm-hmm. However, it was also the weakest year for quarterbacks in like 15 years. Yeah. If you take Lamar Jackson's 2019 numbers and you put him in 2018 with Patrick Mahomes, does he win the MVP? No. No. If, no. You, if you take him to 2020, does he win Mm-mm. MVP? No, he's like fifth. He's like behind yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Josh Allen. Yeah. He's he's like he fifth. gets no votes. Yeah, he, right. Josh barely got any votes. He got a couple, but, but he got two. If you take that year and move it to another year, like he's not, it's not close. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. if you take not, Josh's year and move it to any other year, he literally wins. Yeah, if he's you move Josh's year, if you move Josh's twenty 2020 twenty to twenty nineteen, he wins he MVP. Wins. He wins, yeah. Because Josh Allen put up more total yards, or Josh Allen put up more passing yards 
than Lamar did total yards. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, Josh Allen put up 4,600 yards in 2020 passing. Lamar put up rushing and passing 44. Mm-hmm. Josh yeah, is 46, dude. Lamar's 44. Sorry. Then Lamar put up 36 passing touchdowns. Josh put up 37. Josh then had a receiving touchdown and eight rushing touchdowns. Lamar had eight rushing touchdowns. It's, the numbers just don't – they don't match. <clears throat> then you add Josh's 500 yards rushing. He's got over 5,000 yards total. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much more to add to it. People just like yeah. Lamar won unanimously. Okay, I, I got it. But it was like the worst year for quarterbacks, and his schedule was a cakewalk. Yep. Absolutely. Well, um, we we are around built in Buffalo family. So is there any specific questions that any of you have that you want uh, you know, the rest of us or you know, anybody else specifically to answer? Like anybody uh have any questions? <clears throat> Justice, what is your opinion on Demar Hamlin? I mean, we're gonna watch him play. You know, I I don't really like uh, judging rookies until like I see him on the field. Okay, that's fair. Um, because uh, look, man, I, I, I Dane Jackson was a seventh round pick, and now we're he's supposed to be our CB two. You know, so like I can't just like say, oh, he's just a nobody, right? Because he could be a somebody, and then you also have. Greg Rousseau, who's a first round pick, but he had 15 and a half sex the year before he didn't even play this year. Like, so who's to say he wasn't working crazy all year and is going to come out and be an absolute beast? Like, I don't know. I got to, I got to wait. I got to wait to, you know, to see them play. Yeah. I think he's a potential sleeper for one of the replacements once the, our guys retire. Yeah. Absolutely. But we'll see. We got to see camp. We got to see preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was it. I just want to throw a little tidbit out there. I, I like Demar Hamlin. I, 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 I've been watching him a little bit, looking at some of his highlights. Okay. Good All right. So we'll keep an eye out on Demar Hamlin. Um, but other than that, I appreciate all of you guys for coming on. Absolutely oh, sure. easy. Yeah. Uh, Red Zone Report. Uh, not your average. In a, not your average podcast in the seven six. I'm sorry. Uh, T. Estelle. Yeah. We got my brother Jake Jordan. Uh, the Lowdown every single Friday. Uh, again, this has been the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. We appreciate every one of you guys for listening. I'm sorry for the choo-choo train in the back. It is Yeah, it sounded good. But, uh, I thought it was yeah. part of, I what a, was what part of the Yes. Record that thing the windshield horn, man. Yeah, hey, you, you know go. what? There that's a go. good point. I might I might have to listen. That's that isn't that part that's that's at the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> they do that at the stadium. That is true. Yeah, that yeah. is true. You know what? I'm gonna have to use that. You want to use <laughs> it? You gotta use it. They're moving the ball. Yeah. Yeah. First down. <laughs> Running back truck yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But um, for Izzy, Jake, T, Justice, I uh, appreciate you guys for listening. We out. Thank you for listening to the Wind Chill Factor with your host, Justice General. Be sure to catch Justice every Tuesday only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network.